Hello and welcome to another episode of the Problematic Sticker Anime Podcast. I am your host, Gary, and we're back because we haven't talked about this anime for two weeks. Three weeks now, and I want to fucking talk about it. I'm joined by Ben. Hello, Ben. Hello. Hey. Hi. This is all you'll hear from Ben because he doesn't remember the anime whatsoever, and he's done for the night. Yeah, I'm done. (laughs) I'm just here because I have to record. Yes, yes, that's true. No, Ben, how you doing, man? I'm not bad, thank you. How about you? Well, I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. I'm excited to record. I'm excited to talk about this. Akadama Drive. It's kind of my favorite anime that we've watched this year, personally. But we'll get into that in a little bit. We're also joined by Alfonso. Hello, hello. How is Atlantis doing today? Oh, it, known it, as New York. it's not Atlantis no more. <laughs> it was for like the last two and a half days, but now all the water is gone now. Where did it go? <laughs> Beneath the earth? I don't know. It sucks. <laughs> it all drained. Where's the sewers? Uh, even though the sewers are filled with water, but some, somehow it, it, it just evaporated. So. Just evaporated. Fantastic. Um, So quickly, we have some news that I want to really bring up here. Um, Netflix Netflix is doing a live action One Piece show or movie. I don't even know if it's a show or a movie. One Piece, almost a thousand episodes long, is getting something. Uh, They released the script to announce that it's happening. But One Piece. Alfonso, tell us your thoughts on One Piece getting a live-action adaptation. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not far off because it is based around pirates. We, we've seen pirate movies, pirate... You know, we've seen things with pirates already. But in terms of the gum gum fruits, yeah, I don't know how they pulling that off. <laughs> that that that's gonna be interesting. I'm curious to see it. Um, I'm not excited to see it. Curious to see it, but hey, it's One Piece. I mean, even though I fell off, I I still enjoy One Piece for what it is. Right now, like you said, a thousand episodes. <laughs> no other anime has come close to that. So, no, hey, why not? A lot of animes have done that. Well, not no enemies I know of. Let me yeah. rephrase that then. Not no. Ah, come on. Ah, dead. No, 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 no. I'm talking oh. about real enemies. <laughs> no offense to Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! is a real anime. Oh, God damn it. Fine, Ben, it is. But I don't care about Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm talking about the, the real stuff. Like, the ones that everyone gets hype over. No one cares about card games. No offense to you, Beck, because I know you have things for cards. But, yeah. Fantastic. Um, I don't even know what arc they will cover in this. Again, I don't know if it's a movie or a show. I think it's a show, in all honesty. Um, if it's a movie, I don't even know what the hell they're going to cover in the movie. In yeah. an hour and a half, two hours, two and a half hours. Um, what part of that arc they'll cover. So, Or the story. Um, could be an original adaptation. Could not be based on the actual show itself. You know, like how the other movies are. Like, 
it's a One Piece movie, but it's only because it's set in the One Piece universe. It's nothing to do with the show. Cool. Let's not have any of the characters. I want the story to be about some random dude who cleans the streets as a yeah. Sure, why not? Queen street sweeper. <laughs> you could eventually have the One Piece version of Garlic Jr. There you go. <laughs> ben, your thoughts on this? Do you That's think it's a, a, okay? Hold on, before you respond, Alfonso, do you even think it's a good idea to do One Piece as live action? No, it's a horrible <laughs> idea. Is it going to be like the Dragon Ball? Oh God! <laughs> Is it going to be that bad? Hey, might might as well be. Oh boy! Alrighty, Ben, go ahead. Sorry. I will say it might be worse. No. Worse? Oh, that's saying a lot. Um, like I, I, I don't know about that. It's really hard for them to screw up. Uh, anyway, I'm kind of excited for it, but as I said, I don't know if it'll be based on the main story or if it'll be its own separate storyline. Either way, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Um, again, as you said, it'd be weird to see how the gum gum powers work, especially Luffy, because it's all stretchy arm things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to predict th that the show is going to go up until the arc of when they get to the first city where they encounter the, the smoking guy. I don't remember his name. Um, yeah, uh, you know who yeah. I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know. The Navy. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. that's as far as it's gonna go. Um, and I, I think, think his that name excludes... is literally just his name's literally Smoker. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember, dude. Yeah, I just Google it. His name is Smoker. No, there you go. <laughs> um, see, I don't. Yeah. Like you guys, I I don't know how it's gonna work live action. It's gonna be weird, um, but it's One Piece. It's one of the most popular shonen's, aka yeah. mangas around. Even animes, it's one of the most popular, easily in the top oh, three. Wow. So easy to capitalize on, right? <laughs> when you have yeah. something that popular. Uh, so we'll see. Um, Speaking about live action. Mm-hmm. My Hero Academia is getting a live-action adaptation of a movie. My Hero makes more sense. <laughs> My Hero is the superheroes. How does it make less sense? Yeah, it, it makes more sense, but when you find out that the director is the one that did Bleach and Gantz, uh, in Death Note, yeah, uh, no thank you. I mean, Bleach uh. was pretty good. <laughs> I liked the bleach the bleach live adaptation. It wasn't the best, but I liked it. Yeah, that's a no for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think my hero makes more sense because you're essentially making a superhero movie. Yeah, but the budget's going to be so much more for my hero than it would be for One Piece. One Piece, you've only got a couple of people with weird powers. My hero, it's everyone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a budget yeah. of like one or two characters. Yeah, that but you also got to remember there used to be a live action movie that took place in a school uh, with superheroes. It has Kurt Russell in it. I just don't remember what it's called. 
<laughs> what was that? Super, superhero High? Yeah, Superhero High. Yeah. Was that, no, that movie also about, like, going to cities and mountains and fighting things? No, but that's not what freaking Sky High is what it's called. My hero oh, yeah, takes place yeah. in a school 90% of the time. Yeah, yeah until the school well, gets training. invaded. Uh, Again, a trading with super... I, I, they can do it, but I feel like... I don't see how you can think One Piece is is, is going to be rough when my hero is just going to be worse. We'll see. Yep. We'll yeah. see. One Piece might be amazing as live action. Who knows? Depends on the budget, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. Netflix has done the Ronin Kenshin three-movie trilogy, and I hear those are actually really good. Um. So who knows? They did Full Metal Alchemist, which was the hit and miss iffy type stuff there. Netflix has been doing a lot of live action adaptations of animes. Uh, and Death another one well. besides One Piece. Yes. And the other one besides One Piece, Cowboy Bebop. We had our first official images from the live action Cowboy Bebop show coming to Netflix. Starring, is it Stephen Chow? Stephen Chow? From... Harold and Kumar? <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, we got the look of our three heroes there. Um, I don't remember their names because I wasn't the biggest fan of Cowboy Bebop. Uh, I know. Go ahead and hate me. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know if you saw it, if you guys saw it, but your thoughts. If you yeah, saw I haven't seen pictures. it. But I heard of it, but yeah, I haven't seen the pictures yet. What about you, then? I'll see if I can find the quote. Um, the quote? <laughs> that was, was good. The, the, the female actress who plays Cowboy Bebop, um, she made, there was a lot of fanboys complaining about her Faye. outfit. I think it's, she plays Faye, right? Yeah. yeah. Faye. Um, there was oh, a lot John of people complaining. John was his name, sorry. Not Stephen But there was a lot of people complaining about Faye's outfit in um, mm -hmm. you know, the live action. So mm -hmm. she made a Twitter video that made me laugh, right? Because um, she responded with six foot, double D-sized breast, two inch waist. They looked everywhere for that woman and couldn't find her, so they went with my short ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, there was a lot of complaining about her outfit. And yeah. even before they started filming... They announced that she's not going to wear the outfit she does in the anime. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that. And if people can't get over those reasons, then you're an idiot. That outfit is not practical in any way. People who have cosplayed Faye have said that it's one of the most uncomfortable outfits they've ever worn in yeah. a cosplay. You can't possibly expect a real life woman to wear that shit on TV. For 13, 14 episodes, however long the anime is going to be. Now, <laughs> now, do I want it as an Easter egg? Yes. Yeah. Like, have it in the background. Like, she's going through clothes and she, it's yeah. there hanging. I don't know. That's fine. Yeah. Um, even if she wears it one time. No, and, I don't like, want to wear it all. Scene, I, I don't think fine. she needs to wear it, but like. Well, needs to wear it. Imagine, like, there's a photo in one of her rooms with her in it. Like, mm -hmm. 
in the background that's been digitally altered so she doesn't actually have to wear it. Um, yeah. Or something like that. Just some Easter egg to the to reference the photo. The outfit. Mm. But apart from that, no, I hope they, they don't back down because it is a stupid outfit and they should get over it. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous that people are complaining about this. Um, get over it. I, mm. I wouldn't want to put somebody in that outfit and I don't think any woman would want to wear that outfit for a very long period of time. A photo shoot, maybe, but that's it. Mm. Not acting in it. Um, so yeah. Um, as far as the rest of the cast, John Cho is his name. I think John Cho actually looks pretty good. As um, what's the guy's name in that? Oh boy, main character. See? Yeah, see, <laughs> I don't care about Cowboy Bebop. That's the problem. <laughs> um, but he looks good. Uh, as does his uh African American companion. He looks pretty good too. He's got the metallic arm and everything. Um, uh, and, me... you know, they got Ian as a corgi, so give me. There's a corgi in the show, so I know there was... I bet they'll complain that the corgi isn't realistic. Yeah, it's like the corgi that... isn't acting properly. <laughs> <laughs> I know at one point they said that they are going to have a husky instead of a corgi, but they changed their mind pretty quickly on that. So, yeah, that is coming. I know there was uh, a delay in the show. Because John Cho got injured on set, so they had to delay it by a couple months. I think he broke an arm or something like that. Um, but all's good now. I believe it's coming out uh, sometime at the end of this year, right? Or is it next year? Let me see here. Release date, release date. Where is the release date? November 19th. So this year. Maybe I'll enjoy it more than I enjoy the anime. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Any other anime news you guys want to bring up before we dive in? Nope. Nope. Not that no. Alrighty. Let's do this. My mm-hmm. recommendation for a few weeks now has been Akudama Drive. This anime is very cool, in my opinion very stylish very fun um it's essentially about a girl who gets intertwined with a bunch of criminals uh because she lies to them and tells them that she herself is a criminal it is the only way to stay alive for her and it takes a downward spiral for her as it essentially turns into a giant heist movie or a show of them trying to complete a task for a cat. And then, obviously, more stuff happens. And we'll get into that really quickly. Um, so, yeah. This show was very beautiful, animation-wise. I love the, the anime style they chose here. Um, and the characters. Uh, so, every character that we encounter here doesn't really have a name. They are named after what they do or their job. So we have Brawler, who is this dude who just wants to fight shit. That's literally his name. Courier, he's a delivery guy. He always delivers what he needs to. Hacker, you know, he just, he's the hacker. 
So they don't have real names. They go by their code names of who they are. Um, and our anime starts off with this girl who runs into Courier at a uh, mushroom food stand. Uh, I don't remember what the, what it's called that she's trying to get, but it's it's like Toko, Tokoyami. Toko, Toko, is it Tokoyami? I think it's like a mushroom Toko is dish. Toko, yeah. yeah. Tokoyaki. It's one of. I know it's a mushroom dish. <laughs> That's all I know. Um, and he drops five hundred yen, and she tries to return it to him, and he tells her it's bad luck to pick up money off the ground. Um, so she gets her Tokoyami, and the lady's like five hundred yen. And we don't accept anything but, you know, cash. And she has this 500 yen coin, but she refuses to give it to this lady because she did, thinks in her mind that she has to return this coin. So because she doesn't pay, she gets arrested. And she goes straight into the precinct. And in the precinct, she's trying to argue with a robot, trying to tell her what happened. And the robot essentially calls her, I believe it's Swindler. Yeah. Um, like she's trying to swindle people. And during this whole thing that's happening, uh, we get some glimpses of the other characters. We get the doctor, who is a nurse doctor, like a rogue doctor. She can heal anything. She can even save herself from death by essentially repairing herself. And they all get this message on their phones uh, saying to go and rescue. Um, God damn it, what's his name? Let me look it up really quick. All the characters here. Not career. God damn it. Cutthroat. Sorry. Okay, yeah. Cutthroat. So they'll get this message to go and rescue Cutthroat, who's about to be executed by the police. Um, and there's like a million dollar reward for him or a million yen or something like that and the message goes out to courier it goes out to doctor brawler and hacker so they all essentially arrive at the police station at the same time and in this world criminals are called akudama and the more crime they do their jail sentence goes up by years so Brawler, I think, has like a 900-year sentence if he's caught. Um, and I don't remember what the other guys is, but they're all pretty high. And you get high enough, you're considered an Akudama. Um, and the Akudama have, like, I don't want to say unique powers, but they kind of have unique abilities. That's yeah. kind of why they're just classified as Akudama instead of just a regular criminal. Yeah. And there is a regular criminal. He goes by Hoodlum, and we will talk about him in a little bit. Um, Which, he's the only one that has the lowest amount of jail time. Yeah, yeah. So, they all arrive at the precinct. Brawler is just destroying robots, trying to use brute force to get in. Courier, with his crazy motorcycle, like, is driving through the whole building. Um, mm -hmm. Hacker is infiltrating the police station, essentially letting everybody kill themselves so he can release Cutthroat. And Doctor is just kind of walking her way in because she looks like a normal person. Nobody's going to stop her. So during all this chaos, um, Swindler, because we don't know her real name, we just know her as Swindler, she sees a kitty. 
walking into the police station. As shit is blowing up, she decides she's going to rescue this kitty. <laughs> and as she tries to rescue this kitty, she ends up face-to-face with uh, Brawler, Doctor, and Courier. And right before they kill her, she tells them that she's Swindler. She's a criminal. Uh, and she was able to and the hacker ends up there because of a fight that breaks down with, uh, I believe it's Courier and Brawler. Yeah. Um, he, like, I think falls through the ground because the ceiling collapses and gets destroyed. And he's like, I don't see you in the system because he can hack the whole system. He's like, oh, well, I hacked myself out of it so they can't see me. He's like, holy shit, not even I can do that. So they start to believe she's a badass person. Um, and right before... You know, they can solve their issues. A giant ass fucking police mech shows up and a whole chase ensues where the police station is getting destroyed and they're trying to get to the execution site. And the execution site is like some weird ass arena. Um, and they end up there. And at this time, Hoodlum is one of the characters who kind of breaks out of this jail cell because of all the destruction. And he finds out that there's a million-dollar bounty to release Cutthroat. He's like, oh, shit, I'm going to go and do it, too. And he's, oh, whoa, I think he's got, like, four years or two years on his Yeah, four sentence. years, four years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah four, four years. years. He's got nothing. Um, so he decides to go with him. And then there's a bunch of shit, there's crazy fighting going on, and he's scared shitless. Um, but the police are fighting, Brawler is fighting, Everybody's fighting, and Cutthroat is essentially about to be executed. Um, but what happens is during the fight, the big like display screen falls down, and we think it kills Cutthroat and the police chief and everything like that. Um, and as everybody's about to essentially be arrested by the cops, we find out Cutthroat is alive, and he decapitates everybody. Mm-hmm. That cuts off all their heads. And we find out Cutthroat has like a thousand year sentence or something and an execution. He's a psychopath. Yep. Uh, he's a serial killer who just cuts off people's heads. And he's addicted to blood. He loves the sight of blood. Um, and because they invaded the police station, they saved Cutthroat. Um, we find out that the kitty that Swindler was trying to save starts talking. And the kitty, a courier, okay, before that, Courier has a briefcase that he's supposed to give to Cutthroat because he's a courier who was supposed to deliver it for this mysterious benefactor. He gives Cutthroat the briefcase. He opens it up and bombs go around all of the characters' necks. And they yeah. can all explode. And he demonstrates this by blowing off the head of, I think, one of the cops. That it went on to. Um, and he said that they have to complete a job in order to get these heads removed. And I think he's going to give them like a billion yen or something like that yep. to complete yeah. this job. Um, each, not split, but each one of them is going to get it. And their job is to infiltrate a train and break into the vault and get whatever's in the vault of this train. The problem is the train in this world goes from the city that they're in, which I don't remember the name of the city. 
Um, yeah, me well, there's either. essentially two cities. There's the one that they live where there's hoodlums and criminals and you know people live there. And then there's what they consider the high society, um, where the rich people live, and they kind of control everything. And this train moves between the two, delivering supplies and things like that. But nobody's allowed on this train. They're not allowed to move up and down this train. So, yeah, they're essentially get this job. They agree to this job. And during this time, Hoodlum, who's afraid of everything, decides to befriend Brawler. Because Brawler, because he tells Brawler that he has a sentence of like a million years or something. Uh, 500,000. 500,000. And Brawler, because he's dumb, he's like, holy yeah. shit, you're the best, bro. So they kind of become best friends. And we know Hoodlum is essentially using him to kind of protect him. Yep. Um, but Hoodlum, he doesn't want to be there. Because now he has a bomb on his head, and he's like, I don't want this bomb. Get this shit off me. Um, and obviously, Swindler, she's there on accident. She has no record, no nothing. And yet here she is. Uh-huh. Since you're trapped between the two. Um, so they escape the police station, end up in a hotel, a very fancy hotel. And as uh, the cat is explaining the, the, the job to them, how they're going to solve it, what everybody's role is going to be, they get attacked by what are called the executioners, from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're essentially like Judge Dredd. Yep. <laughs> they're called yep. in to essentially kill any Akudama that the police themselves call the executioners for. So the police force, they can capture people, but if they need to, they call the executioner. They give the rights to the executioners to bring these people to justice. Um, And they get attacked by two executioners. And one of them is a badass ninja and his apprentice, uh, who's also a pretty badass chick. Um, Brawler just wants to fight, obviously. He loves to fight. So yep. he starts fighting the, the his apprentice, and he's kind of getting his ass kicked by her. <laughs> um, and then, you know, the doctor helps. A courier is there helping out as well. Um, Cutthroat, we find out, becomes obsessed with Swindler, and he yep. only wants to protect her and cover her her ass. And we find out why he's obsessed with her later on. Um, yeah. It's not just because how he says that, you know, oh, you saved my life, your blood smells so good. We find out why. Um, uh-huh. But Hacker, he takes off. He's like, you guys are on your own. <laughs> um, so Brawler is fighting, Courier is fighting. Um, the girl, his apprentice, gets knocked out. So the ninja steps in. And he is a total fucking badass. He starts beating the shit out of everyone. Brawler doesn't stand a chance. Courier gets his ass kicked. Um, but they escape. And they escape because I believe it's Doctor who saves them, uh, from what I remember correctly. Yeah, wasn't wasn't this the point? Cause I, I think this was the point where the the apprentice, like, she got hit into Doctor, and then she got up, and then that's when she used that, that spray or something. I to, think so. To knock her out? To not to knock her out, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. But they were able to escape. And it was considered a failure for the executioners. But they also saw the plans that were on the wall, on the television screen, so they knew where they were going. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't believe they would be able to get there. So fast forward a little bit. Uh, there's some planning going on, and eventually we get to the train. And it's a cool little heist episode. I thought it was very well done. Where they have to activate switches at the same time, and they don't know how to do it. So, you know, they use each character's you brawler comes in, and there's like this barrier to get to the switch that they have to hit at the same time. And they don't know how to get through the barrier. So brawler just starts taking the pillars apart that hold the barrier up. And that works. And Cutthroat, he throws a dagger at, or a knife, at the barrier and he gets stuck. So then he throws another one at the same spot and it pushes that dagger into the next barrier. So she's like, keep doing it. And then he does it and he's like, well, I'm out of daggers. What do I do now? So I think it's um, she take. I think it's Hoodlum. Who? No, he she 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 takes one of Hacker's robots. Oh yeah, and then she throws it right at the last second. And I think it's Hoodlum who accidentally trips and hits the button with his face. Yeah, (laughs) an idiot. Um. So either way, they're able to get onto the onto the train, and. They have to bypass all the security to get to the end of the train to get to where the vault is. But of course, the executioners arrive again. And once again, we get a badass battle. I think every fight in this series was really uh-huh. good. Uh-huh. Um, and Brawler, he has, like, the, the, the ninja guy is his nemesis at this point, And he wants to fight him all the time. Um, and obviously, Courier is there because his bike is on the train and he refuses to leave his bike. So he stays yeah. back and fight. Brawler is fighting there. Hoodlum says he'll fight, but he thinks he should protect the other people instead. <laughs> um, so he leaves. Uh, Hacker goes with him because they need Hacker to bypass the doors. Doctor stays behind, but Cutthroat also goes. Uh, so when they get to the second train, um, I believe... Wait, Brawler and Courier is, are, are kind of losing the fight. And we see that they're trying to point, break. Is this, yeah. is this the part where she gets cut by him? Doctor? When, when, when she started speaking of how, like, what, what's going to be next, and then uh, the ninja guy came outside, this stand there and die, and he slits her stomach open, and she falls. Is it that oh, part? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is the part. Like, the first thing the ninja guy does is he cuts... No, he cuts her in half. He yeah. cuts the doctor in half. So we think she's dead. <laughs> she, like, that's the first person he attacked as her. Because we know she's healing people. Um, but they're able to overpower them. And... He kind of gets through the first cart. So Cutthroat decides he's going to remain and fight him off so his beloved can get to the thing. So Cutthroat is fighting now. Brawler is kind of beat up. Courier is hurt. And I think it's here we find out that Courier also has a metal arm as well. Yeah. And he's able to block a lot of uh, the ninja guy's attacks. Um, his apprentice is once again knocked out. Uh-huh. Um, and they're constantly just moving down the train while everybody else is fighting. Um, this is also the part where Brawler gets hurt as well, right? He has a, a wound in his abdomen. 
Yeah, he gets stabbed. Um, no, I think he actually gets stabbed later. This is not where he gets stabbed. I thought he got stabbed on the train because I remember when he got to the to the vault, he was on the floor. It could be. Hmm. It could be here. You might be right. Um, but yeah, the fight is. Yeah, like... yeah, 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 yeah. Because I remember, I remember that the ninja stabbed him, and he kind of hold them towards him to 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 get a punch in because he wasn't. He was, at this point, he was still losing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, either way, they're kind of down for the count. Um, he catches up to them at the last train cart. Mm-hmm. Um, as he catches up to them, that's when again Brawler shows up to fight him off again. Um, Courier appears with his motorcycle. Um, and essentially he targets the girl that's in the other cart, his apprentice. Yeah, and that stops the ninja guy from attacking them and he goes to rescue her and it's at this point where they essentially disable his train cart from theirs and they fall behind as their train moves forward Mm -hmm. now what else we found out on this train is they have a certain amount of time to reach the vault before the train reaches the essentially containment zone is what it is yeah and because there's like some weird nuclear radiation or something that kills anybody who comes into contact with it um once you get to that point, there's no turning back, and you have to get into the vault because the decontamination zone uh, eradicates any living being on the train. Uh-huh. Um, as, so they get to the vault, and they stop the train uh, in this, what's supposed to be the eradication zone, or eradicated zone. Irradiated zone, Jesus. Uh, but they haven't reached the, the decontamination area yet. And the kitty's there, and the kitty then evaporates, and a key appears inside of the kitty. I was very sad that the kitty was gone. Um, But they open the vault, and we find out that inside the vault is a little boy and a little girl called Brother and Sister. That's literally their names in the show. And Brother is the one who was controlling the kitty this whole time. And essentially, their quest now is to take the two of them to a park so they can escape. We don't know what they're supposed to escape from, but they have to get to a park to escape. It's like an underground park. Um, Hacker refuses to go with him because he wants to go to this nice area that people are talking about. Um, And we find out that Hacker found a way to disable his neck bomb. Uh, Um, And he takes it off. What is it? Cool. Tanto, Kanto. yes. That's what yeah. the phrase is called. Thank I you. didn't remember Thank it because of Pokemon. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so he gives him the, the bomb, and he gives the one of the little droids to Swindler because she asked him if she, he, she can have one because he flies on him. And he said, yeah. oh, he, he can get away by flying on him. He's like, he's going to go no matter what. There's nothing they can do to stop him. So he leaves. And unfortunately, he was a cool character, but he he kind of disappeared for a very long period of time in the show. Mm-hmm. But they get the kid, and they kind of get off the train, and the area that they're in is just a wasteland. Um, 
everything's destroyed. There's no life. There's no vegetation. It's just nothing. Um, and they're kind of hanging out in this destroyed building. There's like a bathtub. Cutthroat is just laying in water as it's raining on him like a weirdo. Um, and we kind of learn some stuff about not. I won't say we learn about the characters. Um, but we learn about some of their motivations. Um, Doctor is pissed off because Brother won't tell them what exactly they're doing and why they have to take them there. Um, and she kind of gets into it with Swindler, who's constantly protecting them. Yeah. Um, you know, they find out that there's this cool magical box that the Brother has that allows them to oh. make whatever food they want. All they have to I do is wish- think about it. <laughs> I wish that thing was real. I was like, why could this not be real? And like right? in terms of real life, this could solve world hunger. <laughs> right? But no. Be nice. We 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 have been stupid shit that we don't even need. <laughs> so it uses like particles and elements in the environment to make whatever food you can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, they eat through this box. Um we find out brother and sister don't really need to eat. Um also, and, during this, during this, this, this whole conversation, we also find out that they don't care about getting paid. They don't care about the money. Kakiri mm-hmm. just care about getting his job, getting the job done. Brawler just care about finding the ninjas to fight him because that's all he cares about. Like you said about the doctor, um, Cutthroat, he just cares about protecting Swindler, which <laughs> it's so damn creepy. But yeah, yeah, that yeah. that that's their own drive. Yeah. Yeah, we also found out that uh, the ninja guy and the girl were also injured. And yeah. his yeah, so they're kind of in the hospital. Um, and we find and out because boss their boss is pissed. And Taito was it? Taito? Yeah. Yeah, they have essentially demanded that the executioners find them and get their cargo back. And their cargo is the boy and the girl. Mm-hmm. Um. So she enacts every executioner and puts them on high alert, and she essentially says, you have to find them, kill them all, and bring back the boy and girl. There's a death warrant on all of them now. Um, so they got nowhere to go. Their faces are everywhere. Their IDs will pop up saying that they're wanted. Um, but Swindler, or Courier, he knows of a secret way to get back into the city. Through, I think it's like some maintenance tunnels or something like that. Some sewer tunnels. Yeah. Um, so they go into these tunnels. And uh, the ninja and his apprentice, who is still very much injured, they want to go and help stop them. But... The ninja guy says, no, we're not going. But he also... Yeah. So he decides to leave on his own. He doesn't tell her. Uh And he takes off. And we find out a little bit about the executioners. And um, from the boss. As uh, his apprentice talks to the boss. And the boss tells him, you know, there's a reason that executioners are now paired together. Because the executioners always went off on their own to track down Akudama and ended up killing them and themselves, essentially. They died. Um, and they were running low on executioners because of this. They're constantly being killed in the field. That's why they're a pair now. 
and he leaves and she tells him he knows he's going to die in this fight and this is why he left on his own. Um, and she tells her where he goes because he also knows about these tunnels and he believes that's the way that they're going to try to get in. So in these tunnels, once again, they encounter the ninja. And once again, we're treated to a badass fight. The best fight of this whole (laughs) season. Brawler and Ninja went off. Yeah, because this time, Ninja is no longer holding back. He doesn't need to protect his apprentice anymore. Um, She's not there. He can go to town. And he shows it. He knocks Brawler out in one hit, essentially. (laughs) Yeah. And he goes after everybody else. Um... Actually, I think this is where he cuts Doctor in half. No, he, he wasn't on the Doctor train. on the, Yeah, it was on the train. Wasn't yeah. on the train? Yeah, it was on but the we train. We find out because... she can stitch herself back up. And we find yeah. out that she also stitched up Brawler. Um, yeah. And this becomes important later on. Yes, um, it does. But she's still alive. Yeah. Um, because she's essentially immortal and she can heal herself, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's just taking everybody out. Courier decides to put brother and sister on his bike along with Swindler and take off while everybody else fights. Hacker's already out of the game, right? Yep. Um, yep. So it's this whole team up of everybody fighting the ninja, and he's just beating the shit out of everybody. Um, he's able to stop Courier by taking out his bike, um, attacks Courier right away. Um, Courier defends them. They try to run away, brother and sister, and Swindler try to run, but they can't. So Cutthroat jumps in. Cutthroat fights. He's also getting his ass kicked. Um, But Brawler is learning moves. He's learning how the ninja fights. Um, He's learning his style, and he slowly starts to get get an advantage. But it's not a big advantage. Um, but during the fight, somehow Courier, or not Courier, Cutthroat, um, I think he gets trapped in something, right? Because he uh, ends up cutting off his own feet. Yeah, he get yeah, there's a bunch of rubble that falls on him, yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of rubble that falls, and he's trapped, so he cuts off his own feet. Just so he can stop the ninja guy from killing Swindler. Yeah. Because his orders are to kill everybody now. That's Dota. That's devotion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, you're insane. You cut off your feet just to stop me for an extra second? (laughs) Um, But it's also here where he is mortally injured as well. And I think it's Doctor who injures him, isn't it? Who's injured? The ninja. Well, he's he's well, he's not fully you. Well, he wasn't fully healed, so he was already injured. Yeah, but he also got stabbed. I don't remember if it was by Cutthroat or by the doctor. I don't recall. Maybe because I know he was bleeding during the fight. He was hurt. Um, but either way, essentially, it gets to the point where Brawler is just too much. In the way of oh yeah 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 but no no that was with brawler because that was the point where 
brother threw them in that that kind of that I don't know what you call it that that thing where they was isolated and they was mm-hmm. doing close um close combat blows and he suffered injury from the the train that was bleeding but when he kind of healed brawler punched him there and that's when it opened back up again so okay. yeah yeah it was from there okay um so brawler is just getting too much and he decides he has to take brawler out while everybody else essentially gets away so doctor heals up cutthroat heals his feet <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah with stitches um mm-hmm. but he's also kind of abandoned He's kind of just left there, recovering. Um, because I don't think he joins them after this part. He's kind of added a game for a little bit, too, if I remember yeah. correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but Courier, brother, sister, and doctor, and Swindler, they take off on a bike. Hoodlum is kind of missing in action because he went with Brawler, and he got knocked out. Yeah. Um, so Brawler is fighting the ninja, and it's an epic fight. They fight in an amusement yeah. park on top of a fucking Ferris wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Inside yeah. a Ferris wheel. That's quite it's, it is, it's one of the coolest fights in, in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but here we also find out that Brawler's wound has opened up again. Yeah. The stitches that the doctor put in. And he's essentially bleeding to death. Um, so we get to the final scene between the two of them. And they're on a bridge. And they go in for each final blow, and they essentially hit each other at the same time. Um, and we cut to um, his apprentice who arrives, and she sees the two of them down on the ground. And it's pouring rain, and that's when Hoodlum also shows up looking for Brawler. Yeah. And he realizes that Brawler is dead. Which sucks. first saddest moment of my of this damn series. Like why, why brawler, why brawler, yo? Yeah, ah. they essentially fought to the dead. This is the Goku Vegeta fight that Ben was talking about that they want to end with. <laughs> Just fight to the death. Um, brawler is dead, and the ninja is kind of alive, but not really. He he gives uh, his apprentice something. I actually don't remember what it is. Um, is is is. Whatever they call, whatever they use, that light thing. Uh, oh, it's like a lightsaber that... sword. I don't know. Yeah. It's like a lightsaber scythe or something. Yeah. Um, but Hoodlum picks up one that he sees on the ground, and he runs at her. And we don't really know what happens until a mm-hmm. little bit later. Yep. Um, but essentially what we find out is he didn't kill her. He just maimed her. He cut off her eye, essentially, with it. He cut yeah. her in the face, destroying one of her eyes. Because um, she ends up in a hospital uh, at the end of the episode. But during this episode, uh, they finally reach the park that they're supposed to go to. Um, and in this park, Hoodrum kind of comes and he informs everybody that Brawler is dead. And Brother kind of is like, well, you know, he still fulfilled his thing. And Hoodrum is pissed off at him. Um, and it's here, I believe it's this episode where we get the backstory of brother and sister. Yeah. Um, and we find out that brother is essentially not human. Sister is not human. 
they are genetically engineered people who were constantly murdered and killed and brought back to life because what are they called again? The rich people? I keep forgetting. Oh boy. Ben? I don't remember. You you remembered from Pokemon. Come on, man. (laughs) Oh, Kanto? Yes, Kanto. Kanto. Yeah, they are trying to find immortality. Oh, the cube. Um, The cube. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. (laughs) And the because they keep experimenting on the on on him, you know, they're trying to find immortality, how to keep people alive because they can heal themselves. They get injured, they heal right away. They don't need to eat. They don't need to drink. Nothing can kill them. So they they need these these two. Um, and we find out that he had a whole bunch of brothers, uh, but they were all failures. He was the only success. And they uh-huh. replicated his sister from him. So there's two of them, which means that they can now replicate the process. Um, but do they want to replicate the process? And we'll get to that at the end here. Uh, but essentially, they are trying to escape from what we call Earth and go to the moon. They want to live yeah. on the moon where nobody can hurt them, nobody can come after them. Uh, and there's a big rocket ship that they, that they find. That's where they're supposed to go because the person who was essentially experimenting on them was also a cat. <laughs> the cat was a doctor. Um, and he was an AI. But because Kanto gave AI um, free thinking programming... Sentinence. Sentinence. Yes. He essentially let them go to save them. And he told them about the rocket ship that will take them to the moon. Um, and he mentions Straight they should the have moon. given me the ability to to think. <laughs> um, so they arrive at this rocket ship. And as they're about to go on it, uh, they are ambushed by executioners. Dozens and dozens of executioners, along with the executioner head leader, lady. And we get some revelations here. We find out that during this war that happened between Kanto and the region that they're living in now, um, that destroyed, that created this whole wasteland and stuff, um, the moon was destroyed. (laughs) Not completely, but it's in shambles, which is a whole slew of things that should have happened to the Earth. But the hologram, it's a hologram. The moon that people see in the air is just a hologram. And she shows them this is what the real moon looks like. You can never get to the moon. There's no point. Um, And it's here we find out that Doctor is a traitor. She's working with the executioners. And she's doing that so they would essentially expunge her record. So she will not be in Akadama anymore. And her sentence will be removed. Can we start right here? Yes. When when I found this out, I said to myself, this is the last time I trust a character with pink hair. Can't do it no more. <laughs> okay? First first it was in Future Diaries. Then it was in um High Rise Invasion. And now this one. No, I can't do it no more. This is the last time. <laughs> this is the last time. And this one hurts the most. Because yes, the other two the other one all right, in in high rise invasion, yes, she was being controlled. And with your girl, we 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 knew her story. 
But this one hurt the most because you would think it would be hacker betraying them because hackers always, you know, throw people on the bus to get what they want. Mm. You would never expect a doctor to do this knowing that doctors are supposed to help people. So this do me, this this is the ultimate twist. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, and and we found out that um, that's how the executioners knew where they were. She essentially told them. Um, Not only that, but... we'll, We'll get to it. If you're talking about Brawler. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's not revealed here. It's revealed later. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, we find out that she's the traitor. And, again, a huge fight breaks out. Um, and Brother essentially shoves Swindler and his sister into the rocket ship. And he launches that bitch. And they're like, we're going to the fucking moon. I don't want to go to the moon. I can't survive on the moon. I have to breathe oxygen. Um, But we find out that the rocket was never going to make it to the moon. It's too old. It's too damaged. And it definitely doesn't have enough fuel to do it. Um, But there's a huge fight going on. Brother is essentially kidnapped or taken back uh, by the executioners. Courier, hoodlum, and I think it's just, and yeah, it's just the two of them. They survive. They get away. Um, but the rocket ship crash lands, and when it crash lands, um, Swindler wakes up, and she's in like an oil field, and she goes looking for sister, who she finds, and they start to kind of live off the grid in this wasteland. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of cuts her hair because she tries to buy food and when she tries to buy food that's when all the alarms go off and they find out that yeah because at this time they got paid yep yep yeah because they got the money the, the billion dollars or mm-hmm. the billion yen so she they try to buy food and the alarm goes off because their IDs are flagged now and they're essentially fucked so they run away to the outskirts of town and they find refuge in some old factory. And they find that there's like cans of food and shit in there. Uh, so they eat. Swindler cuts her hair. So she gets like short hair now. And during this time, Doctor is kind of working with the executioners now. She's running her own experiments. And Hoodlum is kind of just getting his ass kicked at bars. <laughs> And Doctor encounters him. And instead of him going to prison, he kind of tells Doctor that he can find Sister and Swindler. Um, Because I believe he put a tracker on her. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. When the whole uh, argument between them, what happened with Brawler happened. Um, Oh, so while they're in the factory, three guys show up, and obviously they're assholes, and they're here to sell people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they want to sell sister, and Swindler is like, "Sell me, I'm a virgin." And he's like, "Take off your clothes, I need to make sure." And as she's doing that, she's able to essentially kill one of them with a knife, 
grab a gun, kill the other one. And the third one is about to kill her because she's out of ammo. And then out of nowhere, Courier shows up to save them. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually don't remember how Courier found them, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I don't remember either. But he's... Oh, sorry. Carry on, Ben. Or Alfonso. Um... What, where is this? This this is the part where I think they they have to um they they're deciding to go find brother if I remember correctly they they need to find brother and I I forgot where he was being held I think I think he was going back into the vault and they needed I don't remember if it was if they were going to this is the point where they had to go. Find, they they decided they need to go find brother. They need to go rescue brother. Yeah. So essentially, we get a little information about Doctor. Um, she has sex with Hoodlum because he's just there. Uh, and in the room, she explains to him why she's doing what she's doing, and she tells him she's essentially immortal, but she wants to control people. She wants to be essentially a god. Um, and if this boy is the answer to immortality, she kind of wants to control that immortality. Who gets it? Who doesn't? She's just batshit crazy at this point. Um, but yes, Curry, she makes a deal with Curry. She'll give him everything she has, the money, the 500 yen that she owes him, um, just to get them back together to rescue brother. And they're treating brother pretty nicely. You know, they're feeding him. They're keeping him nice and cozy. Um, and it's the executioner, the guy, the ninja's apprentice. She's in charge of guarding him along with her new partner, who's a complete rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go in to rescue him um, inside the executioner's main building. And the plan here is Courier, she comes up with a plan. I, I'm trying to remember exactly what she does. But it gets the whole city riled up to essentially kill Akudama. Um, I wish I remember exactly what she did. Uh, oh, I she think, sent, she sent I out think some sort was, of message. Yeah, wasn't it to invade... Like ah, uh, I think it was to evade the the police station. Was it the police station? It was to evade something because I know the the the, the chief captain was getting worried, and then he had to call that 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 old lady to like further. Yeah. So essentially, what yeah. starts happening is everybody in the city starts going crazy, and they start killing anybody who's a criminal. Yeah killing them, beating the shit out of them, and they get to the police station. And there's a big riot going on, and they're using this riot because they know that the executioners are going to be out of the building so they can get brother out. And because mother goes to the police station, I'm going to call her mother, I don't really know what her name is, Um, Mm -hmm. the head of the executioners, she goes to the police station to try and find a solution, and the solution she comes up with is fucking horrible. 
um, she tells the police chief to designate everybody in the city as Akudama, which then yeah. gives executioners the authority to kill anybody they want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is a terrible thing. Um, and he does. He gives this order and it gives the executioners a license to kill. So they just start hacking and slashing everybody at the police station, all the citizens, murdering everybody. And this becomes a very pivotal point for the end of the show um, because this has dire consequences. They're killing people, um, which gives them the ability to get into the executioner's building. And during this time, we also get glimpses of Cutthroat. He's in the trance. He's walking around the city, murdering random people. But he himself is making his way into the executioner's building. And he's there. He gets there before Courier and um, Swindler show up. Everybody's dead. They're like, what the hell is going on? Where is all the guards? Where is everybody? That's where they find out that he's there. They encounter Cutthroat, and he's standing on top of a mountain of bodies waiting for them. There's mountains. He's killed everybody in the building, essentially. And this is where we find out why he's obsessed with Swindler. So he is able to somehow see the aura of people. Yeah. And the more bad things that Courier started doing, like illegal things, that aura got bigger. Uh, And it's a blood red color. And he could see it. And he wanted it to be as big as it possibly can be before he killed her and was satisfied with that blood. Mm -hmm. That blood rage he had. Um, And the thing is, that aura, he can see her wherever she is because it leaves a trail. Um... So, Courier once again gets knocked out, somehow. Um, he doesn't care about Sister. He kind of just leaves her alone. But he wants to kill Swindler. He wants to murder her. She runs away, but she can't hide. We know that. Um, Cutthroat is injured, because I think she stabs him in the leg or shoots him in the leg. Um, yeah, so he's kind of wobbling. Yeah. Yeah, she hides in a bathroom, uh, but he knows exactly where she's at. Uh, she's able to get away from him, and she gets into a security office. It's got a bunch of guns and shit in it. Mm-hmm. And she's hiding out in there, and Cutthroat is kind of banging on the door. And then he's, like, really sympathetic. He's like, I'm sorry, I won't try to kill you. Please let me in. It's just a moment I had. Um, and she knows he's lying, but she still lets him in. And as he comes in, he can't find her. And turns out she is kind of hiding. Is she hiding? Yeah, she's hiding behind the door. Yeah. She, he says, I lied to you. I'm going to kill you. And that's where she essentially stabs him with that lightsaber blade scythe thing. Yeah. But he doesn't die. I believe it's Courier who actually kills him, isn't it? No, she kills him. Oh, she does kill him. Because... Um, she then he then like pushes her to the floor, and then he starts choking her, 
as the the red aura gets bigger, but then she stabs him again, and then he starts getting crazy. Oh, where's where's the red aura? It's like everything is turning black, okay, and then yeah. he falls to the ground and he starts to bleed out. Okay, so that's the end of Cutthroat. So that's yeah. two down now. Two? Yeah, two. <laughs> Cutthroat is no more. Yeah. Um, so they get to the rooftop where um, brother is being taken away by helicopter back to the train station and they barely miss him. But they also have a motorcycle with a grappling hook and a whole bunch of other shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they use that to essentially catch up to them. Um, Doctor and Hoodlum are heading to the police, sta- not the police station. They're heading to the train station. Um, executioners are murdering people on the streets. Um, and they're all trying to just survive at this point. They're trying to get away from the executioners. Um, but we get to the train station. And in the train station is where some more revelations happen. Um, everybody essentially meets up in the exact same spot. Um, but Doctor gains the advantage. They put Brother into the case to... To, to yeah. take him to the because they play that to put him in a case to and the tractor beam takes him up to the yeah. train. Um, but doctor shows up and she uses like a string needle to pierce the heart of the executioner's partner, the young uh-huh. guy. Uh-huh. And she says if she pulls on the string, she's gonna rip his heart up and he's just essentially gonna die. She tells him to stop brother and get him out of the case um hoodlum is with her and, and she he... uses that she uses that because now she's not a akadama no more they yeah nobody can stop her. her the executioners yeah. can't fight back against her because they don't have the right to kill her because she's not akadama um but hoodlum he holds a knife up to swindler who's trying to stop them courier can't do nothing yeah, I think because, she sprayed him. Yeah, I she, think sprayed she sprayed him with her, some yeah. sort of gas that essentially knocked him out. Um, so she's trying to say get brother out of the case. Um, but it's at this time we find out that Doctor was the one who purposely stitched up Brawler in a terrible way so his stitches would rip. Essentially yeah. making him weak. That was her way of getting rid of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and this threw Hoodlum into a frenzy. Um, because she essentially starts talking shit on, on, on Brawler. And that was his best friend. Um, he lets um, Swindler go. And I believe Doctor kills him. I think she throws a knife at him or something. If I remember correctly. No, um, I think no, no. Before, as he as when as Willem lets Swindler go, as that's when all those people start coming in. Everyone starts swarming everything, and during that commotion is where he ran to Doctor and slit her throat. But then he, I think, I think that's when then she stabs him in the throat. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. 
Because so, everyone was trying to get to the train. Yeah, because they're being murdered. <laughs> yeah. By executioners. Um. So okay. So Hoodlum is dead. She kills him. She's trying mm-hmm. to stitch up her throat, but guess what? She can't oh. because she's getting trampled to death by hundreds of people getting on the train. Oh God. <laughs> so Three that down. essentially kills oh, her. Four down. Yeah, yeah, four down. So she can't heal herself anymore. She dies. Hoodlum yeah. is dead. Doctor is dead. Swindler and um, Courier are able to get brother because um, the apprentice goes to help her apprentice um, because yeah. he's got the needle on him, um, making sure that, you know, Doctor can't pull it. So she lets mm-hmm. them go. They get on the train. Mm-hmm. And the train, I believe, is heading to um, the area. And I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. No, brother is, brother is in the case. He's in the vault. Yeah. Yeah. Brother and sister are... The sister gets kidnapped too, right? No, not not yet. Okay, then remind That's me what it. happened. Because yeah, what happens at the end, they're both gone. Oh no! This is the point when they. This is the point when they head into the area. Yeah this this is the point when they ended and head into the area, and then this is when they meet up with with uh with hacker. Hacker, right? Yeah. Because what happened to his... sister? Because they lost sister. Because she got, she got, she she also got teleported with brother. Okay. And this is when hacker's robot that uh, Swindler has activated again. And they, he kind of tell them what's happening now, where they are, because I think the train left where they had to go to Kanto. Yeah. So essentially, they they arrive in Kanto. Yeah. And. Before this, we see Swindler is having visions, and so is Courier, mm-hmm. of how things would have played out if they did things differently. Um, Swindler wouldn't go to jail. Uh, we get some backstory of Courier, how he became the Courier, like his, I think it was his mom or something was murdered because she was a Courier. Yeah. Um, and they had to break out of this illusion that they were in. And they did it together. They found each other, and they were able to break through it together. Mm-hmm. And that's when Hacker appears to them. Um, because he was showing them signs of how to get out. Um, yeah. Hacker shows up. And I think w- this is where we find out that he no longer has a body, right? No. He, 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 he learned how to transfer his mind into his robots. Yeah. So he himself is gone. Um, but his consciousness lives on in his droids. Yeah. Um, and in the system. And they get out and they look at Kanto and it's nothing. It's a yeah. destroyed city with rubble floating in the sky. There are no people. There's no civilization. There is a giant cube in the sky. Um, and this is where he tells them that all the citizens of Kanto essentially live inside this cube. Um, their consciousness does. And they control everything that way. But 
like everything in the world, it degrades and it's degrading. And this is why they needed a new host that can host their consciousness forever with immortality. This is why they engineered brother and sister. Um, and they see brother and sister up on this cube and the consciousness from the cube is being transferred into them. Um, Swindler tries to get up there and stop it, but there is a barrier that they can't get through. Um, which Hacker tells them, but she doesn't want to listen. So the plan is for Hacker to get, to essentially hack his way into the cube, find brother and sister's consciousness there, and disconnect them from the cube that way, eternally, um, which will also, I guess, disable the security if they're removed, and then they can grab them and leave. Yep. Um, so he does that. And he goes in, and obviously there's a firewall, and they kind of replicate the firewall like a freaking bullet hell shooter <laughs> that he's trying to get through. Um, but he loves it. Yeah, he's in love with what he's doing, but unfortunately, every time he gets hit, a piece of him gets destroyed. So, like, his arm gets destroyed, his legs get destroyed, but he's able to save them. And when he's able to save them, uh, he breaks them free, uh, Courier and Swindler grab them um, from from the cube. Uh, and the little drone is there, and she's like, is everything okay? Are you okay? And then we see Hacker, and Hacker is literally like half a head and a shoulder. That's all that's left of him. And it slowly starts to disintegrate, and he dies. So Hacker's gone now. So we're down to Before he dies, Mm -hmm. before he dies, he does give them a location so where they can be free. We'll finally be free. Yes. Very good point. Yeah, he tells, he gives them the location, coordinates, uh, Mm -hmm. that brother and sister can go where nobody can get to them. Yeah. Um, But he dies. And the drone just falls and two remaining. Yeah, Yeah, two remaining. Um, So they get back on the train to head back. um, And as they're heading back, well, executioners are waiting for them. And they blow up the train that they're on. Just completely destroy the damn thing. Um, They survive, though. Courier survives. Um, Swindler survives. She's hurt, though. Brother and sister are alive because they can't die. Um, Yeah, she has a broken leg. Yeah, the executioners are coming. And brother and sister want her to go with them, but she's hurt. So she yeah. says she's going to stay behind and buy them as much time as she can. Which she does. They take off on Courier's motorcycle to this destination. And Swindler remains. And she's got like a thing that she's walking with. And she heads to where the executioners are. There's four of them. Wait, before that, we should mm-hmm. mention that she finally does pay Courier back the money. Yes. The yeah, she gives him the, the 500. 500. Yeah. He takes it. Well, she she had to do this emotional speech to give it to him, but he finally mm-hmm. accepted. Like, don't do this for the money. Do this as, you know, you being a courier, deliver them to safety. Like, out of everything we've been through, you know, just do this. This is all that money I have left. And so, yeah. Now, you know, towards the 
she has to the executioners. Yeah, and at this point, the executioners' uh, orders have been revoked against the citizens. They're no longer killing citizens anymore. Um, yeah. So she goes out to where there's four executioners waiting to see if anybody is alive. And she cut her hair, so they didn't realize that Courier had cut her hair. Um, and they can't verify 100% if it's her. And she's telling them, I was just here, and the train exploded, and I'm at walking out of the rubble. I'm just an ordinary citizen. Please help me. And they start to kind of question if she really is Courier or not. But one of them says, that's Courier 100%. She's lying. Swindler, Gary. Or Swindler, sorry. Yes. <laughs> But she never confirms that she's Swindler. She is pleading for her life with them. One yeah. of the female executioners doesn't believe her, uh, grabs a steel pipe, flies at her, and stabs her and impales her against the wall. And it's a very sad moment. There's blood everywhere, and I believe Swindler says something. I don't remember what it is. No, she didn't say nothing. The the the, no, the action executioner. No, the action executioner is like, why is she smiling? She was smiling. No, no, no. She definitely says something at the end, dude. I'm telling you, one hundred percent. And it's an important she thing did? that she says. She she says, "I got you" or something like that. <sighs> I don't remember that. I remember she was smiling at the end. No, she was smiling because she knew what she had done. Um. I'm trying to find it here. I know she said something. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Ah, fuck it. But I, I know she said something. Um, you'll have to watch the, sh the, the, the scene again. But yeah, she dies with a smile on her face. Um, so it's a very sad death for her because obviously she was just a girl living life and then she got yeah she wasn't a real criminal trapped into all this it really yeah. sucked for her um, but she ended up being the hero at the end and we'll get to yeah. that in a second so mm -hmm. currently um, there is blockades everywhere in the city um, and they essentially get surrounded by a bunch of robots, a bunch of cops and executioners, a bunch of crazy shit. But uh, as they're about to kill them and take the children back, a little girl shows up. And she's walking up to them and she ends up, I believe, killing one of the executioners. She kills the... The, the newbie. Yes. Is it the newbie that she kills? Yeah. Oh, man. Sucks for him. <laughs> okay, then that's when the the girl, she grabs the gun and the girl turns to her and says, why did y'all kill my, my... I think it was a daddy or a mommy? It was mm -hmm. one of them. Yeah, and then she shows them the broadcast of Swindler being killed. And asking yeah. why they killed a citizen when they're not supposed to. Yeah. And this is where I find out. Swindler put a camera up to record everything that was happening. 
and she essentially duped them into believing that she's a private citizen and she was just being murdered by executioners just because they could. And because um, of that, the because of that, now look like the Akadamas. Yep. And a whole bunch of people show up and they just start killing all the executioners, killing all the cops. A whole crazy riot breaks out. The whole city is on fire. But the citizens start rebelling against the system, essentially. Um, That's when the <laughs> boss told the chief, you need to reenact that clause. And he couldn't take it anymore. And he, he put killed himself. Through his house. Yeah. Like, and oh without God. that approval, the executioners can't fight back. <laughs> um. So yeah, they're essentially just being killed off by citizens. Um, yeah. There's nothing they can do. Um, Courier is taken off, but he... Executioners are still on his tail. And it's mm -hmm. these three giant robotic ships that are chasing them. Mm -hmm. um, and he knows he's not going to get away. Uh, and it starts to snow and stuff. And he tells them to get off and run and not stop running for anything. And he's going to hold these ships off as much as he can, or as long as he can. He gives them the coin and tells them, what is this for? Yeah. Brother said, what is this for? And he tells them that, oh, I was told by a friend that this coin changes faith, changes your own destiny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so they start running, and Courier, with his motorcycles, start to take on these chips. Essentially, he takes down one. But uh, it's during this time because he's been on his bike for as long as that. It's starting to overheat. Yeah. Yeah. So he takes one ship down um, and he uses the massive plasma cannon to take out another one. But yeah. as he does this, his bike essentially dies. It yeah, it's starting up. to melt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's on the ground and he's trying to charge it up. But he can't because it's one more ship and it's bombarding the kids trying to stop them. Yep. But this time, there's also a timer that's clicking down. And I didn't know what this timer was. And I still don't think I know what the timer was. Uh, but from what I understood, it was an EMP pulse. Right? Is that what I saw? I, I'm, I'm just not knowing about this. I didn't even know there was a timer. Yeah, there was a timer because I remember the timer counts down and as it counts down, it disables the ship for like a few seconds. And Courier noticed it and that gave him enough time to use his metal arm to blast the cannon and essentially destroy his arm, killing him in the process. I'm calling that the angry Kamehameha. <laughs> Yeah, he uses his arm as essentially a conduit to charge the, the, the plasma cannon and destroy the last mm -hmm. ship. Mm -hmm. um, and essentially, it kills him. Yep. Um, and they get away. Uh, so and his last died. words was perfect shot. Yeah, perfect shot. <laughs> um, so we get to the kids. They cross, I think, at some bridge, like an old wooden bridge. Yeah. Um, and the last scene we see is a big doorway with light and autumn leaves coming out of it mm -hmm. and them going through it. 
mm-hmm. but we don't know what's on the other side. Clearly, it's vegetation. It's a life. Um, because it's not the areas they live in. There is no vegetation in their world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everybody dies. And it was sad. <sighs> and I know we spent a lot of time talking about this already. And I'm sorry, because things I love, I like to talk a lot about. Um, but I just quickly want to talk about the things I love about this anime. The one thing that I don't know if you guys noticed are the titles of the episode. episodes. Each episode was named after a famous movie that also represented what was happening in the episode. <laughs> um, wow, I'm just looking at the episode the, list. I didn't notice that until now. Isn't it amazing? That's pretty cool. <laughs> I it was great. I mean, yeah, I, I think episode, episode two, when when they're get they're on the train, that one's called Speed. One of no, the episodes is called Reservoir Dogs. Okay, four. One of the episodes was called Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Um, I think Children of Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're all named after a famous movie, and I thought it was amazing. I love that yeah. about it. And The Shining. Um, Except for the last one. The last episode's based off the anime itself. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was a cool touch because all those episodes literally was parts of that movie. I think The Shining one was with Cutthroat, wasn't it? Trying yeah. to kill her? Yeah. It, there was even the scene when he cuts through the, the door and like you see yeah. his head sticking out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that. Um, obviously, I love the characters. I think one of the things that made the character so special to me was I didn't know their backstory. I didn't need a backstory for it. I knew exactly who they were and what their whole deal was through the show. I didn't need to know why Brawler just wanted to fight shit, why Cutthroat was a serial killer. I didn't want to see some random-ass story of him being abused by his mom and dad and turning into a serial killer. They didn't need any of that. And it worked so well for them. Um, Sure, we got a little bit with Courier and... Um, huh? Gurry and Swindler. Yeah. yeah. A little bit, but not a, enough for me to really yeah. care, you know? Um, and I again, I love that. I love that all their, everything I needed to know about them, I learned through them, through this anime. And that's how I fell in love with these characters. I loved all of them. Even the Doctor, she was a bitch, but she was a great character. Yeah. Um, Obviously, the action sequences, I thought, were fantastic. Um, it was almost like a non-stop adrenaline ride from episode one to the end. Um, so I don't really have too many negatives, to be honest with you. The voice acting was great. The music was great. Um, I guess the only negative I would say is I wasn't really into the whole cube consciousness thing. Um, it's way too out there for me. But overall fucking loved it um ben i mean as i said i didn't remember much um (laughs) i I, i'm just gonna go with my score of i think i'm gonna give it an eight okay yeah i've added bits here and there alfonso my only negative is god damn you gary you sneaky bastard oh my (laughs) god this anime did so many things 
that I I don't know what to pick in terms of the end of the year when we do our anime recap between Bungle Dogs or this. I'm, <laughs> I'm so confused because yes, Bungle Dogs, it, it has the plot and it has the backstory which makes Bungle Dogs Bungle Dogs. But the difference between this and Bungle Dogs is that Bungle Dogs is the typical anime where you have a good side, you have a bad side, good triumphs over evil. This, you have criminals who go out of their way to date kids. And yes, there's time, we've seen this before where criminals turn a leaf. But I've never seen it this way where it's done this perfectly. Animation, best, best we've seen so far this year. Plot, amazing. Fight scenes, amazing. I love the, the intro of the song because it has like cyberpunk Tron vibe to it. Favorite characters, Brawler and Courier. Courier the most because I found out that he's also Sniper Mask in High Rise Invasion. I love Sniper Mask. <laughs> so that's a plus for me. So yeah, out of everything I said, this gets a 10. And I don't usually give 10s like that. <laughs> it's definitely a damn 10. It's so damn good. Yeah, um, I'm right there with you, man. I fucking loved it. I'm so glad I waited to watch it when it was all done and all dubbed up, um, because the English dub was great. Um, like you, Brawler. I think Brawler and Cutthroat were my favorites, mostly because Cutthroat was just mm-hmm. a crazy psychopath <laughs> yeah. that wanted to be around the main character and the way that she acts towards him before he tries to kill her um, mm-hmm. was pretty great. Um, but yeah, all the characters, like I said, I think were all great, very well written. Um, I'm I'm also gonna give it a ten. I I loved it. This is easily my favorite anime we watched so far. Um, yeah, great stuff. Like I, I, it sucks we're probably not gonna get another season of it because of what happened. Everybody dying. What well, what else are they gonna do? Um, but obviously we're not gonna get the same amazing characters. Yeah, in the second season. Um, so yeah. Akudama Drive, please go check it out because it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Well, Alfonso, it's your turn to pick one. It is my turn. <sighs> you must have been waiting a long time. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I wanted to pick Eden Zero because that show is so good. <laughs> but okay. we 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 can hold off on that. We can we can hold off on that. I'm gonna pick a um a Netflix anime series. Original series. I'm picking Record of Ragnarok. This has 12 episodes. It's dub. Um, the plot of this is you have these gods who sit around in this meeting. They talk about, okay, every thousand years we have to save humanity and they want to know if it's still worth it. They want to execute them. In come Valkyries and they say, no, we humans deserve a shot to you know, defend themselves. So they're going to have a battle royale between gods and humans and to see who wins. To, to, defy, to you know, decide the fate of humanity. And let me tell you, these battles are crazy. There's a, there's a little twist between the gods and how they look and the access of their powers and the humans that they choose for these battles. But I like it. <laughs> I've been waiting to talk about this since Ben's recommendation. 
but he can't get pushed back. He can't get pushed back. I was like, God, what am going to talk about my But now it's finally time. So, yeah, record Ragnarok Netflix 12 uh, episodes. Are these um, Norse gods, I'm guessing? These are Greek. Greek, okay. Yeah, these are Greek gods. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this this is gonna no, be it's, it's gonna be interesting than, talk. I think it's more than Greek. It looks like it's well, so loads far, of different gods from what I can yeah, read the, so the far, description. Yeah, but so far in the battles is mostly Greeks that are fighting. Yeah. Yeah. But, but from the description it says it's mythology of Norse and Hinduism. So and others. So Yeah, but it's mostly Greek so far that's fighting. Okay. Well, sounds good then. Um, ben, shout okay. outs and how can people reach you? Uh, shout out to Gary and Alfonso and everyone else that listens. You can follow me, MG underscore Chili. Sweet. Alfonso? Shout out to you guys. Um, Gary, I think this is the best recommendation out of all the recommendations you recommended. This one is <laughs> top tier. Top God. Number one on the list. I don't know how you're going to top this one. Okay, I <laughs> really don't. Oh, and honestly, I hope you don't because it's so good. So good. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex Chan Southern. Thanks. Well, I appreciate those kind words. <laughs> oh, I'll try to top it. I always try to find great anime. Um, and there is great anime I could recommend, but it's like 80 episodes sometimes. And oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Never enough time for stuff, man. Um, but I appreciate those words. You can reach me. <laughs> At Gagaush on Twitter, that's G A G L A U S H. And as always, shout out to you guys, shout out to the listeners. Thank you for listening and enjoying anime with us. That's it. We're done. We're finished. Go watch Akudama Drive. It is amazing. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes. <laughs> it's not anime, but also go watch the What If series. That's amazing too. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye.